This is the Be The Boss Podcast, Episode 5. Welcome to the Be The Boss Social Media Podcast, helping you turn your passion for social media into profit. And now for your host, Megan Pruitt. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Be The Boss, a social media podcast exclusively for social media professionals. On today's episode, I am going to be interviewing a special guest where we talked all things Pinterest. And the person that I interviewed today, her name is Anna Bennett, and she is actually a Pinterest expert who was given that title from Pinterest itself. So, you know, she comes with so much knowledge and received that designation from the platform itself, which I think is very powerful. It's a great interview packed full of information. We're speaking to social media professionals. She'll give a little bit of information about how she got her start in social media, why she's so passionate about Pinterest, and she'll give some great actionable steps and tips of how you can use Pinterest as a social media professional. And there's such good information in this podcast. So I'm excited to introduce Anna and let's go ahead and get started. Hello, everyone, and welcome to today's podcast. I would love to introduce to you my featured guest. Her name is Anna Bennett, and she is a Pinterest marketing expert and also the author of How to Become a Pinterest Account Manager. She's a entrepreneur with 30 years plus experience in retail operations and business coaching and has been featured in Forbes magazine, just to name a few. Welcome so much, and thank you for joining me today. Yeah, thank you so much, Megan, for having me. I'm glad we were able to uh, to do this today. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes, we've been having some storms in the uh, Orlando area where I'm based. So we almost had to reschedule, but they've cleared and uh, we have smooth skies <laughs> for today's yeah. podcast. Yeah. Well, great. Um, so as you know, uh, my podcast really is featured for social media professionals. And why don't you go ahead and just tell me a little bit of your background information of how you really got your start in social media? Okay, well, thanks for that, for that, uh, Megan, for the introduction. I appreciate that. Absolutely. You know, after I had um, sold my uh, day spa business, you know, I uh, decided to take some time off to travel and play sports. You know, when when you're running a business, it just, it's all about really just working your business and, you you know, you really have (laughs) very little time I know it <laughs> um, yeah you know you you know what I mean right Megan mm-hmm. I mean you're 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 a business owner you you know what that's like Absolutely. so so you know at the time though when I sold my, my, my spa I I was basically retired but you know I just couldn't control my my thirst for running a business mm-hmm. it's it's always been in my blood it runs in my family so eventually I started to look around for the the next big thing and I've always loved marketing, and and so I decided to take a course to become a certified social media strategist, and 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 around the fall of 2012, and I knew that social media was here to stay. You know, whether we believe it in or not, or you know, whether you don't like social media yeah. marketing, that's just that's just the way it, it, it's going. So. I knew I wanted to be an expert. I, I knew that for sure in, in at least one of those social platforms. That was really important to me because as an entrepreneur, that's one thing I know for sure is that spe- specialization leads to wealth. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't be everything to all people. And 
and you really have to figure out your niche. Um, so there was a lot of social media marketers out there already, and many were established, you know, like in Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, and mm -hmm. and, and and so forth. And I was thinking, you know, gosh, there's just no way I'm going to be able to compete with those established social media experts. So then I came across an article about how visual content, you know, visual content marketing would continue to rule social media. So this got me thinking about Pinterest because it is, you know, it's all visual. Right. You know, after all, you know, no amount of technology is going to change the fact that, you know, that people, we just process information visually and we process them so much faster than text. So I was drawn even more to Pinterest as I be began to learn more about how could how it could impact business and sales. And it really seemed like the perfect platform for me mm -hmm. Um, and that was important, you know, you, you know, I, I really believe that you have to love what you do. And um, I, I have a very strong background in retail and fashion, fashion merchandising in the beauty industry, which you can imagine is all very visual. Mm -hmm. So the visual element, the direct impact on business and the fact that it was new and there didn't seem to be as many established experts, you know, all led me to decide that Pinterest was just looking more and more like the right fit for me. So, you know, my gut feeling, you know, and thank goodness us women do have, <laughs> I think we have that gift. Yes. You know, my gut feeling was telling me to just explore this further. Yes. And I did fast forward almost three, year, three years and here we are. And today Pinterest has acknowledged me as a Pinterest expert, um, which was like a dream come true for me when they actually um, reached out to me. I, I was just like, Oh, I was just so high on that yes, for so, exciting. So, so many days. And so have other, you know, publications like Forbes magazine, Investors Business Daily. Yeah, so it's been it's been such an awesome ride. Um, yeah, that's so fantastic. And I will include the link to your you know main Pinterest account in our show notes. But what was so evident immediately upon going to your Pinterest page is that you have a cohesive brand feel and brand image. Um, you know, so many of your Pinterest kind of like board photos are these great professional shots of you, and um, I just really think that you have a very strong brand presence on here. So I'm just wondering, what is one of the biggest pieces of advice that you can give social media managers who are creating a client account on Pinterest? So, so what was that again? What was the... Uh... Yeah, what's the, what's the best piece of, of advice that you can give new social media managers who are going to be creating a Pinterest brand presence um, for their clients? Okay, so in terms of branding, um, yeah, you know, that is really important, Megan, mm -hmm. um, because people have told me, like like you've mentioned, um, you know, you go into my Pinterest account, you know very clearly that if you see my work in Pinterest, you know, in, in someone's home feed, they're, they're going to be able to identify right away that it's my work. Mm -hmm. You know, you can see that it's branded with my logo. I'm very consistent with the colors, uh, you know, you know, mind you, I've, I've gone through a, a bit of an overhaul with that, um, you know, changing my, my site. But in terms of, you know, the advice for like new social media managers who are just creating a, an, an account for Pinterest, is that what you're mm -hmm. basically yes. asking? Yeah. 
Okay, so here here's the thing. Um, I know you specialize in Twitter, right? I I, I watched your uh -huh. vi video, which is which is very very nice. Um, so that's your specialty, right? Yes, one of them. Yep. Uh huh. Yeah. So, you know what? One thing I am certain of is that managing social platforms like Facebook, Twitter, and all the different socials. You know, you know, Megan, it's definitely not the same thing as managing a Pinterest account. Right. Um, you know, I've done that for uh, businesses early on when I when I got my certification um, and the and basically decided after a few months I'm completely just going to focus on on Pinterest. So I know what it's like to manage those type of accounts, and it, it just really works differently. So if social media managers decide to offer Pinterest account management services. They really owe it to their customers to learn how to use Pinterest because Pinterest is so scientific in many ways. And every brand or business that I personally manage, I don't have this cookie cutter approach. Mm -hmm. So, you know, most people who I see uh, managing accounts don't really understand and correctly use the depth and the breadth of Pinterest. Pinning for personal reasons doesn't make you qualified to manage Pinterest accounts for a business because it's really not the same thing. Right. Um, so in my How to Become a Pinterest Account Manager program, I teach everything you need to know about how to be a successful Pinterest account manager, like seriously how to run a profitable business managing Pinterest accounts. So part of my motivation for creating the program was really to help people avoid the mistakes I made. And that's the wonderful thing is, you know, you know, you've developed a course on Twitter, you did that and, 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 and now people can, can basically take, take what what you've learned all the mistakes that you've made because hey you know mm -hmm. not we're not perfect right we exactly. all make mistakes yes <laughs> yeah so you know when when somebody's created a course for you that you know that tells you they've gone through several hundreds if not thousands of hours really crafting this product and you know pinterest is complex there are a lot of traps and pitfalls and if managers are not careful you know they will make mistakes mistakes which will cost them time i mean mistakes cost money period yes, yes and it could damage your reputation either with your boss or the cost um um their company um sales so my my advice is is taking a step step-by-step -step course that is like a blueprint for for success which is really the smartest way to learn because it it's proven and that that's basically why I made the course and and why I'm in the business. Absolutely. That sounds great. Yeah. You know, I talk so much about I went through learning struggles, becoming a social media manager and then going out and starting social media departments for different agencies and then eventually going out and doing it on my own where I want to take those kind of learning pain points and shorten the learning curve for other social yeah. media professionals. And that sounds exactly what, you know, your course would do, um, because I think time is our greatest commodity by far. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, definitely, you know, managing, managing accounts, um, you know, if you're an, an employee, you know, working for a, a huge, um, um, I'm 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 losing uh, mm -hmm. my thought here. Uh, an agency, a huge agency, and mm -hmm. and like yourself, Megan, you know, you decided to become your um, 
you know, become a solopreneur, mm -hmm. definitely, you know, just running the business aspect of it, you know, people would really um, benefit just just from that, you know, how to how to negotiate, um, you know, even with non-disclosure agreements, you know, when I work with big brands, um, I have to carefully look at those ginormous pages. Yes, absolutely. Uh, of you know and, and because you know they just it's just big you know the files of legal documents and and you have to make sure that you know how to read that and um you know just be very careful what what you're signing off to mm -hmm. absolutely well the next kind of topic and question i wanted to ask you you know you've definitely convinced me of kind of the power and the beauty of Pinterest. But do you believe that there are any, that there are any shortcomings of Pinterest? Um, you know, any kind of like deficits of the platform? And the reason why I ask this question is because uh, in my Twitter course, I talk a lot about there are shortcomings of Twitter. Like for example, it's a very noisy platform. There's a lot of um, automation that, that kind of makes things not feel genuine. But on the flip side of that, I really see that as an opportunity for social media professionals to use those kind of shortcomings of the platform in their favor. So, you know, what are the shortcomings of Pinterest and how can social media professionals use that to their advantage? Well, in terms of shortcomings, you know, you know, Pinterest has only, you know, was, has only been around for, you know, over five years. Mm -hmm. um, so they've always been very careful on how to execute um, the tools that they that they already make available for businesses. So in terms of shortcomings, I mean, I think they just need to roll out those promoted pins yes. to all countries. Uh -huh. <laughs> I would love to take advantage of them for my business uh, because my business is based in Canada. Um, you know, especially, you know, those countries with the most active users like Canada, Australia, you know, the United Kingdom. Um, but they're, like I said, you know, they're very careful on, you know, um, basically what types of features to roll out. I mean, mm -hmm. the, the buyable pins, what they call buyable pins, which really are the, you know, this, this blue buy buttons that you're going to see, um, when you're using, um, iPhone or iPad, right. um, and unfortunately, it's only available in the U.S. Um, that feature, that buy feature, is like the number one feature that Pinterest users were asking for for the longest time. Right, right. So, so to answer your question about shortcomings, I think that Pinterest is just doing an amazing job. They're very careful on, like I said, you know, rolling out certain features. They always want to preserve the user's experience. Um, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So let's kind of shift gears a little bit. And let's say our, one of our listeners is managing a personal training client or perhaps a restaurant or somebody that has a very specific market. What would be some of your tips on building a very specific audience on Pinterest? Well, first, I think it's really important to identify who your niche is first. Mm -hmm. Like before you even get on Pinterest, you really need to to identify that first. So surprisingly, too many brands or businesses are really not crystal clear in, de in their definitions. So if you're a social media manager, uh, like for me, you know, I when I'm um, when when a when a brand or a business decides to work with me, I mean, I give them several pages of 
of a questionnaire of what they need to answer, you know, their niche, their target audience, et cetera. Mm -hmm. So once you figure that out, you know, create and curate content that speaks to the needs of that audience. So what does that mean? It means, you know, pinning with a caring heart. It has to be helpful. That's my whole approach about pinning is like, just think helpfulness, you know, and it means pinning content that, that is helpful to them as opposed to just trying to sell them something um, because that's not going to work on Pinterest. And, and that's how I develop, you know, audience for, for my customers and, and it works amazingly well. Absolutely. It's just being genuine and transparent. And, you know, I think so many times as social media professionals, when you're managing uh, different social media platforms for clients, part of kind of the authenticity of social media is really managing your client's expectations of what they'll get from the platform and and getting them on board. So many clients I've kind of had maybe old school mentality will just say, well, we just need to push out this sale or this product and let's market, market, market. And I have to step away as a social media manager and say, well, wait a minute, we have to provide value. We have to gain people's trust first so they really feel like they have a relationship with us. So Mm -hmm. what else would you consider a critical component to managing clients' expectations on Pinterest. Yeah, you know that's that's definitely um, important, um, and you know there's there's plenty for sure. But I'm just going to share, you know, three with you. Okay. How, how's that? Is that, that okay? sounds great. Yes. Okay. Um, so first, it's you know it's educating your clients. You know what Pinterest can do for your business. Surprisingly, when I talk to to people that approach me, they 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 know they have to be on Pinterest, but they're not exactly sure, right? You know what Pinterest can do for their business. So I do educate them, um, just just like what you do with your clients, uh, Megan. Mm-hmm. So one of the things is that you know I tell them, you know, you're going to get incre- increased exposure. You know, it just helps you um, get found. There's there's ways to get found on Pinterest. You know, it drives more traffic to your website or your blog. Um, you know, I tell them that, you know, Pinterest boards are indexed by Google. Right. And, and a lot of social media managers I've talked to didn't, doesn't even know that. Mm-hmm. And, and what that means is that you can use Pinterest to help you rank high on Google search engine because Google people still use Google a lot. Most people use Google when they're mm-hmm. searching. Um, so I explained to them how Pinterest can facilitate that to help them rank high. You know, it develop, develops um, loyal fans and community. It provides market intelligence and insight. That one is just amazing to me. If you're in e-commerce, you're imagining accounts for e-commerce, there's so many ways you can identify what your competition is doing, what, uh, you know, instead of doing a focus group, there, there are ways that you can find out, um, you know, what's, what's, what's really popular on Pinterest, what's trending out there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it generates leads for sure. It improves SEO dramatically. Um, you can gain business partnership definitely reduce marketing expenses. I mean, not overnight, but eventually, yeah, that's what's going to happen. And ultimately grow your sales. Um, And second, I educate my clients on, you know, what you need to do to be successful on Pinterest, such as making sure that, you know, you have lots of visuals and it's the right kind of visuals. Yes. that's the science part about Pinterest. There's specific types of visuals that work well and, and, and those that don't work at all. And, and if you don't have a lot of visuals, that's where I come in and I look at the resources and I basically decipher how to, how to translate 
that into visuals. And you really need to have a blog. Like you can't just be pushing your products, you know, um, you have to have some helpful content. What is going to, that is going to direct back to you, to your website. So you, I'm big, I'm big, big believer in making sure you have a blog. I mean, that is if you want to maximize it, you know, mm -hmm. some people may not, um, have the affordability to do a blog, but you know, it's, it's your responsibility to make sure, you know, what exactly is going to, you know, give you, give your clients success on Pinterest. And third, I'm huge on ROI. Yes. Um, you know, I tell them that success will not happen overnight. Mm -hmm. Many of them say, well, what guarantees can you give me? I never give guarantees. Yep. Not at all. Yeah. Because not every single business is the same. Uh, there's different categories that work better than others on Pinterest. And again, it depends on your inventory, um, what kind of images you have. So when people ask me about ROI, like I'm just really careful with that. But, you know, I tell them if you're working with a Pinterest expert, it's going to save you time and money as compared to just trying to figure it out on your own. Mm -hmm. So I'm careful to manage their expectations and how long it will take before they see significant increase in traffic. Yes, yes. And, and generally, I tell them not to expect a significant lift for up to three, four months. Yes, yep. Absolutely. You know, that's just how it is. Yes, it's so And I'm not going to tell them what they want to hear just so I can get the deal because I know it's it's I know it's going to happen. And so if I misled them in any way and you know, they're I'm they're going to hold me accountable every single word I say and 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 I document um uh what I what I promise. So, yeah. Just be really honest up front. And, you know, obviously, the more you've managed accounts for businesses and brands, the more experience you have. So for sure. And, you know, I also think part of what you're talking about with the setting client expectations and being honest is while it's exciting to sign as many clients as you possibly can, I've always tried to place more of a focus and emphasis on the ones that understand the value of what I'm doing. And typically clients, if they are if they're hesitant to take my word that this is going to take a few months for you really to see results, then they're typically not the right client for me because social media, it, the success does not come overnight. It takes foundation mm -hmm. building and relationship building. I often use the example, you know, if somebody comes into your brick and mortar location and they dine with you or they, they you know, visit your place of business just one time, that's not a relationship. We need to, you know, establish a genuine connection and that takes time so I've just really found that in connect with what you're saying about being honest as social media professionals when you're signing new business or setting expectations is just so critical for your long-term success because in the end we all want clients that are going to stick around you know for the long haul and you don't mm -hmm. want to be an agency that's just a resolving kind of door so <laughs> I definitely connect with that yeah exactly Megan mm -hmm. bang on Absolutely. Well, you know, I before I want to ask you about your Pinterest course, but one more question I have is really what do you consider the number one mistakes brands are making on Pinterest? And I'll just give you a quick example of some of the things that I kind of see on Twitter is, um, you know, really the automation on Twitter, I think, is making brands hesitant to participate um, in the kind of Twitter game, so to speak. 
Uh, so what are one, what's a mistake that you kind of see that you kind of cringe or you say, oh no, please don't do this. What's something that you see often on Pinterest? Yeah, well, one thing for sure, you know, um, conversations don't happen on, on, um, on Pinterest, like uh, obviously um, how, how it is on, on Twitter and, and Facebook. So that in itself, you know, you, people have got to get their mind wrapped around the idea that Pinterest is actually a discovery tool. It's really a tool. It's not a social media network, mm -hmm. although it's classified as one uh, by, by industry standards. But if you actually listen to the executive of uh, Pinterest, they're going to tell you it's really not a social media platform. Uh, but to just basically just um, to answer your question is, you know, there, there's definitely tons of mistakes I see brands and businesses make on on Pinterest on a regular basis. And and you would think, you know, as a brand, they they have, you know, thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars that they can uh, invest in social social media marketing. But first, you know, like I said, you know, many people don't realize Pinterest is not a social media network. You know, pinners are not on Pinterest to share or have conversations with their friends like they do on Facebook or, you know, share breaking news like they do on Twitter. You know, Pinterest users go on Pinterest with this buying mindset. And when they come across, you know, blogs and articles, you know, they they pin those and they, they save basically things for later. So, you know, Pinterest users really use this tool when they're planning for their future. And for any marketer, you want to be part of your um, of your customer's future, right? So, mm -hmm. for example, you know there was a recent study that showed that millennial moms, and they, and by the way, they happen to to be the largest audience on Pinterest. Okay. So, which is which is very important that um, you really need to understand who who the primary audience is on Pinterest, and and they. Millennial, millennial moms tend to use Pinterest really as a planning tool Absolutely. during key life moments, big and small. Mm -hmm. in, in fact, active pinners are 40, I think 47% more likely to be going through major events like say in the next six months from getting married to buying a home, redecorating or remodeling to having a baby, planning a special location, buying a car or taking a vacation. So mm -hmm. as a mark. As a marketer, you want to make sure that you're creating content that speaks to what they love, what 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 they want, and and what they need. And and second, Pinterest is not just for e-commerce. You know, another recent study showed that you know 96% have used Pinterest to research and gather information. Yes, I mean that's that's big. So if you're a blogger or a publisher. You need to be on Pinterest because pinners are like pinning 14 million articles a day. Right. They want that stuff, right? Yes. So like I said, because that's, you know, reading blogs and articles is really a big part of, 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 of how they plan for the future. And so Pinterest is like this huge digital filing cabinet. That's kind of how I, I look at it from, from a blogger or a publisher um, point of view. And, and publishers like BuzzFeed, you know, claim that Pinterest is their second source of social traffic. Right. Um, and third, you know, Pinterest users behave differently on this platform, which means you have to create and curate content on Pinterest 
um, like how you actually do that is going to be different than what you post on Facebook or what you tweet. Yes. So knowing how to manage, you know, Facebook and Twitter accounts is is really not the same thing. Like I said, as as managing a Pinterest account. And lastly, um, you know, there's a lot to learn about Pinterest and SEO if you really want to drive boatloads of free qualified traffic to your website. You know, I see so many so many man managers, I just see them, they just really don't have a clue. <laughs> Sorry. Yes, no, I know it. Um, I see it every day. <laughs> you know, they don't have a clue about how to use SEO with Pinterest. And it's a shame because it's, it's really easy once you learn how to do it. And it's just so powerful. And once you start to see, you know, your pins going viral, I mean, I have, you know, blogs that are that are two years old still being shared over and over. Yes, exactly. So in terms of ROI, I mean, it's for blogging, it's, it's amazing. Yes, it's absolutely incredible. Wow, this is so exciting. And I just connect with so much of what you're telling me um, from everything, you know, that it's really a user's, a pinner, it's, it's their digital file cabinet. And I connect with this and especially with the millennial moms because I have a one and a half year old and oh. yeah, so many times, whether it was researching, you know, what were the must-haves for pregnancy or uh, what what sippy cups moms like when transitioning out of bottles, you know, like whatever it is, Pinterest was my go-to network. So mm -hmm. I really, <laughs> I ended, identify with the, uh, that you can capture people on Pinterest and they're one of their largest life moments. I think that's a really important takeaway from today's podcast. So oh, this, wonderful. Yes, mm -hmm. and this has been just wonderful. And if you wouldn't mind just taking a few more moments to tell me a little bit more about your Pinterest course. I know we've mentioned it throughout the duration of this podcast, but really mm -hmm. just kind of sum up how social media professionals can benefit from it and, and tell me a little bit more about the course. Well, okay. Well, thanks for um, for for that for mm -hmm. uh, for allowing me to to talk more about the course. So, the how to become a Pinterest account manager course is really designed for um, you know social media professionals or those that really just want to manage their own account for their for their business or if it's a brand having their social media managers basically um, you know master Pinterest. That the the thing about this course is that you do have to be proficient. Um, on Pinterest for business already. So if you're not sure how to create boards or how to craft those pin descriptions and and make, you know, for, for more click-throughs and so forth, then this course might be too advanced. So you really need to be proficient on how to use Pinterest for business first. And okay. I do have that course. Um, but if you really want to manage Pinterest professionally for your own company or for your boss, like I said, or as a Pinterest account management agency, now is a really great time to learn how to do that on an expert level because Pinterest is still new. It really still is in its infancy. Um, and so with this course, it's just packed with the most current an up-to-date, step-by-step, easy-to-follow checklist because one thing that you can guarantee on Pinterest is that the const there's constant changes. Yes. So I'm constantly improving it. You know, I'm, I'm a lifelong learner and, and I feel that, you know, once I put up a product out there, I want to make sure that it's always up-to-date, right? Mm -hmm. There's nothing worse than buying a course and, and you can see that the setup, how to set up the account, is like two years old or something. Yes. 
frustrating. Um, yeah. And, and I literally share all my secrets, Megan. Mm -hmm. Like I don't hold anything back. So I, I share all my secrets on how to get my biz, um, get business to sign up with me, um, and how, how I've been able to manage accounts successfully. So really for the first time I decided to share all my trade secrets and I show you exactly how I was able to earn a six figure income only in my second year of managing Pinterest accounts for brands and businesses. Fantastic. So basically here's like about nine reasons why you should take this course. Okay. First, you know, learn from a Pinterest recognized expert. You know, Pinterest has acknowledged me as a, as a Pinterest expert. Um, I've gotten my business onto the first page of Google in organic search using Pinterest. So just type in Pinterest expert or Pinterest consultant right now, and even Pinterest account manager or management, and you'll see what I mean. Great. So no other Pinterest expert has, has shown the ability to do that. And what that means to you is I know how to rank high to get more traffic that leads to more sales. And, and that's what I show you how to do it. Um, it's essential that you get mentorship from me directly. So I add a two 30 minute one-on-one -on -one coaching session, which is already a value of $400. And basically you just, I answer all your questions directly and quickly. It, you get a one, uh, one year access to my course materials. So you can go at your own pace. You receive three months of email support from me. So just by chance, I didn't cover something you're looking for. You just asked me because I'm really committed to your success. Yes. And I literally live and breathe Pinterest every day. You know, I'm not just a wannabe blogger that talks about Pinterest. I literally manage accounts. I coach business owners daily and I'm always learning and, and finding, you know, new ways to make things easier, yes. better faster right I mean that, that's what everybody wants you know we mm -hmm. live in this mentality of we want things done like yesterday yes <laughs> you know I mean I'm I'm very driven and and I'm a perfectionist in in many ways which is why I called my company white glove mm -hmm. <laughs> you know because I I believe in helping my customers the way I want to be helped you know I I believe that you deserve to have the best and you know, you, you receive a 30 day money back guarantee. So really, what do you got to lose? So, yes. you know, you offer that same 30 day money back guarantee with your program as well. Absolutely. And, and I say, if you didn't learn a single thing from my course, if you didn't find my, my advice, my one-on-one -on -one coaching sessions with you, my email support, I mean, seriously, if you didn't get anything out of it, okay, I'll give you every dollar back. And I literally mean that. Mm-hmm. But you know, really, if you want to earn more, you've got to learn more. I firmly believe you know? that. Yes, absolutely. Right? It's it's and the duty of being a social media professional is to stay ahead of the current trends and to stay in tune. And if we can align ourselves with experts in the industry like yourself that will help us on that journey, it just makes everything so much easier. Yeah, I mean, if you want to have a thriving business, if you want to get paid what you're worth, you really need to step up and really learn from the people that know what they're talking about. Because it's literally going to save you so much time. It's just, you know, learn from someone who's proven to make tons of mistakes, mm -hmm. <laughs> right? Yes. And corrected it. And, and, um, 
and yeah, who's basically in the business day in and day out, who's been in the trenches, who 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 understands and, and really you have to have business acumen. I mean, I don't take on every single account that comes my way. If you're a business or you're a brand and I have no clue about your business mm-hmm. and I really feel that maybe somebody else is better off working with you that has worked with that particular industry, you know, I tell them. Yes. I, I just tell them right off the bat, I may not be the right fit for you, you know. Uh, I, I'm very flattered every time somebody approaches me, but at the end of the day, it's it's in my conscience to make sure that, that I really help them succeed um, in every way possible. And I don't just pin. I look at their overall business strategy. I look at their overall social media strategy. I look at what they're doing in all those platforms. I look at what they're doing with their blogs. I look at how even their website is set up. I look at everything. Mm-hmm. I'm not just this, okay, well, we'll, we'll pin on your behalf and, you know, send you on your way yeah (laughs) yeah it's just I'm just so not about that which is why I'm a business coach as well Um, and that's the added value that people get get by working with me Um, I get business I've been an entrepreneur for several years I've had a an award-winning luxury day spa I've had presidential awards um, when I was in retail Um, yeah so make sure that you're working with somebody who's who's qualified to help you Yes, absolutely. Because there are so many people out there claiming to be experts. And my word of advice and something I try to convey in my sales messages is that I have been in their shoes. I've been a social media you know, manager. I'm doing it right now. I'm li- mm-hmm. living and breathing mm-hmm. what I'm going to be teaching you. And it sounds like you do exactly the same thing. So... Oh, that's great, Megan. Yes. I want to thank you so much for joining me and uh, really taking the time out of your day to speak to our listeners on the podcast. Uh, All listeners, continue pinning with a caring heart in the words of Anna. And (laughs) uh, we will scroll down below for links of how you can find uh, Anna's course and so much more. And just thank you so much for your time. Oh, thank you so much, Megan. I really appreciate you making the time to uh, to chat with me today. And, and hopefully I was you know, able to at least help one social media manager today. I'm sure. Many, many, many. <laughs> thank you again.